Hello, welcome back to Two Peacocks. I'm your host, William McGurr. Thank you, everybody. I'm extremely grateful for all of you tuning in. I had a, an amazing interview that just took place. It's an off-show interview with a gentleman by the name of Terrence out of Atlanta, USA. He invited me to come speak on his health and wellness show to talk about everything health and to outline some of the things that I do for my own practice and share a lot of the knowledge that I have. If you find this information valuable or helpful, inspiring, motivational in any capacity, and you feel that anybody in your family or your friends would benefit from this, please do share the podcast. It's very important that a lot of this information gets out. I have a vast amount of experience and knowledge in this, and I want nothing more than to share it with people and help change people's lives for the better, for them to find a new sense of inspiration and passion within themselves, to not rely on something outside of themselves, to be the determinant of their quality of life. Everybody has the power within themselves to create and cultivate an amazing life going forward from this moment on, from this moment on, from every second going forward. So without further ado, I'm going to switch right into the podcast. I hope everybody enjoys and I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. And we are back with another exciting episode of the Your Best Lifestyle International podcast right here at the Old Robinson Public Relations and Media Group Studios in the outskirts of Atlanta, Georgia, actually located in Marietta. Uh, I am your host, Terrence Hutchinson, certified health and wellness consultant, certified diabetes reversal strategist, author, motivational speaker. You, you know, you know my story. Uh, it's a big deal for us to really talk health and wellness. You know, I've been talking health and wellness for over, you know, 12 years now professionally, and right now, especially over the course of 2020, up to this present hour and minute, it's so important, man, to take care of yourselves, you know, the best way you know how, and, you know, can't do it yourself, then hire a professional that's going to give you the the guidelines and the the principles, strategies, and the tips and everything like that that's going to get your body in good shape get your mind in an excellent condition, your spirit, your finances, you know, um, everything like that. Because one, one thing, one thing turned into the other, you know, if your health fails, then your finances fail. If your finances fail, you are, we already know that's going to increase a lot of stress in your life, a lot of anxiety, variation. And those things might, you know, turn into unnecessary emotional eating, weight gain, obesity, you know, it's just a trickle-down effect. It's just a dangerous game, you know, especially with everything going on right now. COVID still, um, the Delta variant, you know, people are still getting infected. Sick, you know, you want to make sure that you fortify your immune system more than that. But it's always been that way, though. You know, you protect yourself even from a common cold or flu. You know, it's, hey, you still got to do it, but just got to go the extra mile doing it, you know. And uh, keep your stress down. I know a lot of people are so stressed out right now because what's happening in the world, maybe they lost a loved one, maybe they lost their, you know, their careers, their business folded. It's a lot of tension out there. There's a lot of stress and anxiety, a lot of, you know, depression because of it all. 
and, um, you know, seek professional help if you need it. You know, get out and exercise, eat well, drink your water, lose the weight, you know, be productive, you know, and these things over time, you know, you're going to find yourself, you know, coming back to some type of normalcy, getting well, you know, your mind is right, your emotions is right, your brain and your heart is really connecting. They're making, they are in unison and making the right decisions. <laughs> Sometimes the heart and the brain, they be at war. And, um, yeah, you got to meditate, you got to pray, you got to self-improve, you know. And it's one of those things right now where people are, one of the people I know, you know, they're really self-motivated, self-starters and high performers. And they really just, you know, take this opportunity of still being quarantined and building and learning and, and this is just say making a lot of money in the process. Just say that, you know, and it's a very unique times, you know, right now as far as our financial wellness, you know, um, getting your credit straight, building your business, get business funding. These things are huge right about now. And to be honest with you, the, the credit unions and the banks are giving away money to help people, you know, maintain a financial wealth, financial wellness. You know, and um, it's a big deal, man. So to do everything that you can do, uh, learn how to be compassionate with yourself. When you see yourself in the mirror, pat yourself on the back, say your affirmations, you know, and uh, remind yourself of how tough you are, how strong you are, you know, and don't negative sabotage <laughs> Your success, man. You know, a lot of times, I know a lot of people say they hate the way they look, but they won't go work out. You know, they won't eat properly. You know, they're not sleeping properly. You know, their clothes, that, you know, not fit in front. You know, so it's, so it's the whole thing, man. So make sure that you are paying attention to um, everything that's going on around you and you watch what you are listening to because you tune into, you turn into who you tune into. So, you know, if you're listening to a lot of people that dissolve all crap, guess what? That's where you're going to be. But if you're around people who's all about success and motivating you to become better and pushing yourself to the next next uh, level, becoming a multimillionaire, you know, getting everything you ever want out of your personal life and your professional life, then we need to be getting with those individuals. So let me start out. Let me get some shots out, man, to our sponsors, and then we're going to get right into the show because it's a very exciting show. I'm really into um, today's topic. It's a great match, so let's get into it. So shout out to a King's Main Beard Oil. Thank you so much. All national, all natural <laughs> beard care oil, man. Thank you so much for the samples and the product placements. The Foundry Skin Gear Company, post-workout face moisturizers. You can Google all these things, you know, and uh, great for moisturizing your face and your and your skin. Uh, you know, after a great workout, you know, workout, we really push out a lot of sodium and, and, you know, moisture and everything like that. So this is a great product that really hydrates your skin. Uh, Core Restore 7-Day Detox Kit, you know, you got to detox your body, Okay. You want to make sure you try to eliminate a lot of bacteria and a lot of germs. And the average person walking around with 30 pounds of unwanted toxic waste in their abdominal region. You know what I'm saying? So you got to try to detox, detox, detox. 
Motherland Black Self, thank you so much. Frontline, um, Tommy Waste Trainer, Woofy Shop, all your fury, all your fury, <laughs> uh, uh, four-legged friends. You know, they got a lot of great stuff, toys and beddings and all that stuff like that for your dogs and your cats. You know, Tranquility, facial skin cleansers. You know, thank you so much. Cashmere Whey Protein. Thank you so much for the sponsorship. Glossy Teeth Whiten Kit. Thank you so much. Um, HTV Vape Shop. You know, thank you. A Perfect T Shirt.com. Thank you so much. Two Fab Tees.com. Thank you so much. Burlington Beard Company for all you guys out there trying to build a beard. You know, they have great uh, products that's going to help you build your beard. And even if you're trying to, if you even if you had a patchy spots or you just can't grow one, you know they got some great products over there. Um, the Nature's Oasis Sea Moss, thank you so much. If you're looking for some great sea moss products that help build your immune system, help with weight management, anti-inflammatory, you know all that stuff like that. You know they have some great products with that. That's the Nature Oasis.com. Marvelous Calm CBD Mints. You know, check them out. Um, the Happy Body Store for all your great moisturizers and skincare for your whole body. You know, they got some good stuff over there. You know, and Beard Guru, another one of our beard company sponsors. That's really good. Shout out to them. And, you know, oh, yeah, also shout out to um, Diabetic Spices, uh, DiabeticCuisineSpices.com. Thank you so much, and yourwellnesshabits.com. Thank you so much for being a sponsor as well of this show. So let's get into it, man, you know, because my next guest is go by the name of William McGurr. Um, he's inspired by speaking his truth. He's a holistic healer with a keen sense of entrepreneurship at heart, founder of Two Peacocks, a regenerative uh, evolutionary center based in Manitoba, Canada, with a key focus on advanced Reiki energy healing training for the serious curious practitioners. Okay, he speaks and he speaks his truth on topics that he's seriously passionate towards. Towards okay, recently migrated away from neuropathic practitioner to a focus on captivating a larger market audience. His wisdom and truth come from decades of trial and tribulations. Throughout his life, in order to become them, he decided to embark on a journey of self-love, honor, respect, mystery, self-recovery, and reconnection with Earth. He needed to know thyself and thyself, an authentic version at least. His passions are entrepreneurship, yoga teaching, breath teaching, meditation, personal training, natural pity. Okay. Uh, regenerative detoxification. Hmm. Rike, motivational speaking and coaching. Please welcome to the stage, Mr. William McGurr. How you doing, King? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm happy to have you on. It's a, it's a, it's a huge topic of mine. I love it. Rike um, Healing, I've been to a few over the, in 2019, and um, 
very explosive thing, man. You know, I love stones. You know, any type of energy that's going to bring me peace and help me reconnect myself. So let's get into it. Sounds so, good. <clears throat> with everything going on right now, what do you feel that, or how do you, why do you feel that Reiki and breathing techniques and energy healing is so important for a lot of people right now? Because so many people, can, you know, they, they're living in a state of confusion and chaos and they have an imbalance, you know, in their body. So how do you feel that Reiki can really, really bring them back to some type of center for them to, you know, really feel like a sense of calm and everything like that? What's so great about Reiki? Well, Reiki, on the first hand, is a powerful modality that we've moved away from for a couple thousand of years, maybe even longer, arguably. And it's kind of being rediscovered as people become more aligned with their body and more in tune with their own rhythm and the flows of the earth and the energies, the chi energy, the yin, the yang, as they clean their body out, as more people are becoming vegan and eating healthier food or eating fresher food that have more of the three primary components being electrical, bacterial, and chemical. So you're getting all three of them, a trinity of sorts that revitalizes your energy system and you're able to use that energy and be more aware of other people's imbalances intuitively and direct energy into healing them. Now, uh, more importantly, at this period of time to answer your question, the breathing would be on the hierarchy a little bit higher up than practicing a form of Reiki. Uh, and more importantly, your thoughts. And you even mentioned this in the introduction in regards to detoxifying the environmental stimuli that you do not wish to manifest in your reality at this current time. Those are the most important attributes at this moment for anybody that is lost, that's getting confused, that's overwhelmed with all the drama, all of the heartache, all of the horrors and fear propaganda that's being portrayed on a lot of the media and the news, which is what they're designed to do for uh, an elite group of people that financially benefit off of that. People need to come back to their breath. They start breathing deep breaths, pranamic breathing, getting really back into the body. A lot of people over time through fight or flight, through high caffeine, Stimulant drinks, teas, coffees, espressos, double lattes from Starbucks, or any of that other garbage, bang energy drinks, Red Bull, all of those high stimulant drinks wreak havoc on the adrenal glands, overloads your system with stress, really brings your body down, brings down the 25 different corticosteroids that it actually helps support in your system, completely offshoots your body. So, First and foremost, whenever anybody asks me this, any patients or clients that come to me, I, I advise them to get off any type of stimulants that might be raising their energy levels artificially only to crash it afterwards to not have sustained, efficient uh, norepinephrine, epinephrine production in their system. And then from there, I get them into doing breathing and a little bit of yin yoga or other exercises of uh, any type of practice. Um, that kind of gets their body removing, right? They kind of get back into it. They start finding their own flow. They start feeling better. They start naturally feeling happier. They start being more energized. They wake up at better times. They have better sleeps. They're getting more melatonin production. It, it, it's like a, it's a domino effect, right? It keeps on going and going and going and going and adding to it. Um, 
And further from that, once they've gotten into that, getting on a practice of consciously being aware of your thoughts and your surroundings and what you're choosing to think, what you're choosing to put into your mind on a consistent every single day basis. What are you watching first thing in the morning? Are you on Facebook? Are you on Instagram? Are you watching the news? Are you being programmed by some bullshit weather channel that's telling you that, okay, the weather's going to be like this, like this, like this. You get your hopes up and then the weather's completely different. It's almost like they're programming you, right? Like they want to drive. Like sometimes, yeah, they're bang on and the weather can be the weather. But why not just be happy and grateful for the weather that you have at the moment and not care what they're going to predict for it being on the TV be outside, and if it's rainy out, find an activity, a hobby, a practice, a modality that feeds your soul and your passion at that moment for that to be fulfilled, for you to enjoy the energies that are there. And then from there, you just keep on going. You get a sunny day, and yeah, you might hope for sunnier days because you want to go do something. Maybe something else happens, or maybe it is a sunny day. But not allowing these influences of programming which like I don't remember if you remember those TV programs from back in the 80s and 90s and 70s. It literally said program on it, right? Everything that you're watching on these TVs, it's all a program. So getting rid of all of that, training your mind to be rebalanced back into your thoughts, choosing your thoughts, saying a practice of I am manifestations or I am affirmations, like I am brilliant, I am enchanting, I am infamous, I am mysterious, I am honor, I am sexy, I am beautiful, I am wisdom, whatever it is, saying it enough times and getting really into it. And if you want to take it a little bit further, do it in front of a mirror. See yourself saying it. So you're witnessing your own body, your own avatar speaking those words. So you have a stronger attachment to it. You want to get even more deeper into that. You do it first thing in the morning or last thing at nighttime, closer to when the subconscious and unconscious states are more in harmony with your conscious mind to gain better access into the deep-rooted programs that have been embedded through repetitive conditioning over and over and over again, get those words into there. And now if you really want to get into it further after that, you'd watch what comes up, you make notes, you write down all your judgmental thoughts like, I'm not worthy of this, I can't do this, this is stupid, I'm this. Write all of that down and then start questioning it. Breathe into it, do some yoga, take what you extract from that, Take a break, go do some yoga, go outside, barefoot, go swim in a pond, go swim in a lake, go in a pool, hang out with some friends, clear your mind, clear the energy, and then come back to it and then address it. And then slowly work into it. Then slowly process. Quickly process if you want. But just be mindful of it. Doing these practices and allowing the space for this to come up, you're eventually going to start to forget and not really give a shit about what's really happening on the greater scheme of the world stage for control and manipulation. So that, that's my advice on that. Yeah, and that's, that's a lot because every, everything that you were saying, you know, you know, it, it, it fit. There's so many questions can come out of your response because you talk about breathing and people don't pay attention to the breathing and the importance of breathing like a lot of people that I know, they don't practice any type of, you know, breathing from the diaphragm. They always breathing from the chest. They just like rather breathing, you know. Then you talk about yoga, how yoga is so important with not only flexibility, but breath control. And 
during the times of, you know, COVID and everything like that, how it really, you know, attacks the lungs and the respiratory system. Like, you know, you really want to have open airways as much as possible and controlling the breathing. And then holistically, diaphragm breathing can actually holistically lower your blood pressure as well and reduce your stress. And sometimes I think, People are so overwhelmed, they're hustling and bustling, they on the on, on the wheel and they on the jerk wheel and they're moving around. They don't focus on breathing. The only thing they know is that they're alive and they're breathing, but I'm talking about purpose for breathing, like holistically lowering your blood pressure and possibly going back to your doctor and say, Hey, I've been doing this, yoga, stretching, breathing, and now can you lower my prescription or, you know, take me off? I don't need it, you know, different things like that. So as you was talking, I was thinking about all these things. And I'm like, man, you know, uh, with the stimulus drinks, Red Bill, just, in, just I don't want to name so many names, but, you know, there's so many products out there right now that contain so much sugar and caffeine that you can actually wreak havoc on your overall overall health because if you consume these products every day because you feel like oh I got a rush you know I'm hitting the gym you know um, I'm doing so many reps and pushing so much up now you know but you, over time you can really do a lot of damage in your life you know what I'm saying so really I sometimes people I feel don't like stretching as much because eh? stretching hurts. <laughs> they, they stretch, they stretch, they stretch like, you know, a couple of seconds, <laughs> you know, and they're done. Totally. You know, what's, what's the longest period of time you feel that people should stretch to really get the maximum benefit of that maximum health benefit of from their bodies and from stretching? And this is where I've lost a few of my patients. <laughs> This is, uh, it, it, it's an interesting dynamic when you start getting into really deep tissue myofascia stretching. Your, your body is an electrical vessel, right? And I try to explain this to people in the most layman terms when they're in classes that I host is when you have a trauma, it could be very minor, somebody honking, screaming, it could be somebody swearing, it could be somebody saying something and conditional programming said like harden up, sticks and stones won't break your bones, but names will never hurt you or whatever that saying is, right? All of, all of those interactions with people in the environment, they get stored in your body, in your muscle tissue, in your electrical system. And over time, in a combination with eating uh, lower grade foods or polysaccharides or starches, potatoes and rices and grains or god forbid animal proteins your body doesn't cause the proper atp conversion resulting in carbon dioxide you have a lactic acid buildup long story short you get very tight muscles and it slows down your system uh, and when this happens then you start getting those energetic moments stored in your body and eventually they're going to need to come up now when people get into a really deep posture of yoga and for the duration of time that it needs to be held, your muscle, it varies on most people, but your muscle can sustain some kind of tension for about a minute and a half to five, six, seven minutes. The average in this topic is about three minutes. 
after the three minute mark, that's when your muscle starts to relax and you start getting into the real damp deets condition or uh, the myofascia and the connective tissue, the really hard, not really malleable, uh, supportive network full of neurons, full of electrical pathways that might be clogged from a lot of buildup from eating uh, non-high productive foods. When you get into that, that's when all the magic really starts to happen. How long does it take to get into that? It varies anytime after about three minutes for most people, but some people can relax a little bit easier. It really depends on their conditional state and how much uppers they're on or caffeines and drinks and everything else they've been taking and how much stress they have in their body. And more importantly, once they do get into the yin practice, if they are holding it, like for myself, I'll do postures for eight minutes, 15, 20 minutes. And I go to my edge, right? And I teach people to go to their edge. There's a, uh, a pandemic, if you will, of fake yin yoga teachers that have been certified by other teachers, by other teachers, by other teachers that hold postures for a minute and a half, and they're not doing anything. I've gone to classes for six months where there's different teachers that are teaching, and I don't see any progress in any of the people that are around me. And I'm one of the participants. I'm just sitting there and I'm watching. And it, like, I recognize my own movements and changes. And yes, I may not understand where these people are and what their day is, and maybe it's just a social gathering, and maybe like just hanging out and being in, around other people, and it's their break from their kids or from their work or from whatever. And all of that is totally cool and fine. But in terms of evolvement, in terms of actually getting your body to another level, and being on that next pace and really evolving yourself, you got to push your body to your edge. And to be there, you got to be in those holds for eight minutes, 10 minutes. Like one of the best classes I ever took was over in Bali. I went to the yoga barn over there and there's a woman doing 90 minute classes. And I was always finding myself doing 75 minutes or 90 minutes. I'd be the last person that left the yoga room at a studio I used to go to in Toronto. And I would sit there for 15, 20 minutes after the class, most of the time doing more stretching, holding postures for an extra 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And when I got over there, I recognized more of an authenticity in the way that they are teaching. And I finally had the opportunity to really not be rushed or worry about what the teacher is thinking when they're coming around and they're trying to tell me to move out of a posture or not to go too deep or not to go to my edge or not to do this. Um, so it's important for people to find those teachers that are actually understanding of bringing you to your edge for specifically for yin yoga and allowing the opportunity for you to process a lot of the gunk that you have in your system, the hypnogatic jerks that you get in your body, the twitching of the muscles, the, the spasms that you have. This freaks a lot of people out. That's stored emotional traumatic energy. If you hold that in, it's always going to be in and it becomes part of your ego, becomes part of your personality and it stays there until it gets processed out and you start releasing it. And only until you go through those stages of deep holding with really good breath in and out while you're doing the postures and you start feeling those spasms and you start releasing. I can tell you from firsthand experience and from numerous patients that I've had and clients and students, you will feel completely different following doing that practice. Now, on top of that, the most important attribute is really deep belly breathing when you're in those postures. And for most people, this is difficult, including myself. I start biting my tongue or I'll start trying to keep my mouth open because I'm clenching my teeth too hard. I'm trying to relax my jaw muscles. And I, like, I'm really kind of uh, 
trying to avoid breathing into it because my ego doesn't like uncomfortability and it wants to stay in a comfortable zone and the body, which is the ego, is trying to fight this and stop it from happening. But the one thing that I always come back to is your lymphatic system, which is causing all of that tightness and the acids and the burning sensation and, oh, this is uncomfortable. Oh, why, why am I in this position? Fuck it. I don't need it anymore. And you come out of it. That's all the result of your lymphatic waste, the sewage system, if you will, from all trillions of cells in your body that is not draining. And guess what that is hooked up to? Your lungs. And guess what happens if your lungs are not pumping air in and out? Like you said, deep belly breaths. If you don't have that deep belly breath, you're not pumping your lymphatic system. And if you're not pumping your lymphatic system, you're not moving that metabolic waste. You'll still have openings. You'll still have applied pressure from the muscle stretching and organs being pushed on and muscle being pushed on in different postures. And it moves the lymphatic waste naturally, but why not assist it a little bit more and get that breath work super deep deep belly breaths in and out. It almost becomes psychedelic at a time for some people. Uh, and when you really get that moving, you stand up and like you might go to the washroom a day later, six hours later, two days later, and you'll recognize your urine is dark yellow or it has a very uh, putrefactic smell. You're getting all of that toxin and that waste and that buildup out of your system. Essentially, elongating your life and making yourself younger because your cells don't age your cells only die and mutate as you have the lack there of oxygen and proper lymphatic waste in the system. So it essentially makes you younger, keeps you younger, makes you feel happier, and you start getting a lot of mobility in your body. You become less reactive. You're happier around people, and uh, the yoga becomes easier, becomes more enjoyable. You find a better state of bliss. You're more relaxed. You're more peaceful. You have better yeah. dreams. You're better at sex. You're better at sports. You're better at everything. So like, why not? Why not even yeah. try it for 90 days? And that's, and that's, and that's, those are great wellness components, man. You know, and you mentioned about looking young and feeling young. People don't understand that feeling like I'm 54 years old and I promise you some days I feel in my twenties because I feel young. I look young and I know my body. I'm in tune with my body and my mind. And I try to do everything that I can do on a daily basis. Now, sometimes because of work, I'm not able to do certain things on on the on the time schedule that I had already allowed it. But you know, like right now, sitting at the desk, you know, I'm not slouching. We talk about posture, and you know, the importance of posture. And I'm I'm sitting up straight in a chair, in which I feel like you know people don't don't do as well, and. So they slunch over and they have that anterior pelvic tilt going on. So they got that cervical spine is stiff and the lumbar area is stiff. And, they, and, you know, they don't do office stretching. They don't do breathing while they're there, you know, and um, they're snacking on Doritos and chocolate chip cookies and you know, <laughs> monitors. And then, you know, their eyes are being affected by the UV rays or the blue light and it just it's just an overall thing of being conscious of what you're doing every day, staying in control of your environment, taking those belly breaths deep, you know, and, 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 and stretching. Like people don't have so many people that I know, and I'm pretty sure you, you ran across these individuals, they don't have a clue about 
like you're saying, you know, the waste and the lymphatic system and how you're getting a lot of toxins out just by doing these things. And when I talk to everybody, I just thought, look, man, you need to stretch more. How often are you stretching? You know, um, these are the benefits of stretching, you know, and what's, what, what are your, your, your family history as far as, you know, arthritis and, you know, stiff joints and, you know, and all these different things. My grandmother had arthritis, you know, and I was like, yeah, so it's pretty, you, you had an increased risk of stiff joints and arthritis, you know, because of your genetic profile, but also you're speeding up the process because you're not doing anything to prevent that or slow it down and make you feel younger, you know, and, and it's, it's just one of those things I really get into the client's psyche of, you know, why they're doing it or why they're not doing it. Uh, removing barriers, mental barriers, you know, uh, just hitting the switch on a lot of things. Some things are real simple and it's just crazy. So right now, what do you think is the most, uh, why do you think that Ray K can play such a huge part in a lot of people's lives right now? Because people, people are running them up, man. They really don't know what's going on in the world. Like it's a lot of information about COVID, Delta, facts, not facts, you know, you know, crazy right now, but they're not taking time to really, like you mentioned earlier, become self-centered and become back one with themselves. So why do you think Ray K is so important when dealing with this? Uh, Reiki, like all things in life, is only one one component to keeping your body or your mind or yourself balanced and centered. Right, so I could say Reiki is very important. It will help people stay balanced and centered. It will give them an empowerment. It'll give them an opportunity to find their truth, to find their passion, to find uh, a fire that is within inside themselves that they may not have recognized before. But to find that and to be in alignment for that to actually develop and uh, aspire within them, they have to also do the work to get there. If they sit down on the ground or if they're standing above a uh, client and they, they just get a basic Reiki uh, practitioner form, they go for a weekend, they eat a bunch of crackers and drink some chocolate milk and uh, sit around and kind of just regurgitate what's been regurgitated for most of the Reiki programs, they're going to go back and they're going to stand above the bed and then their back kind of gets sore, their feet get sore, and then they have to buy different kinds of insoles or they're, they're doing this or they're doing that and they have to keep on modifying what it is that they're doing when they're supposed to be healers for these people. Now, the Reiki, what I've created over the last 10 years, 15 years of my experience from traveling and going through naturopathy and taking on patients and doing personal training and doing yoga and meditation everything else is that there's a disconnect in terms of what Reiki really is and stands for, for people to embody. And it's a real big self-development practice. It isn't going out on a weekend getting certified for three days to become a Reiki teacher and then charge $60, $100 a session and stand above somebody, draw some symbols in the air with no understanding or attachment of it when 25 minutes prior to the session you're sitting in front of the news or you're eating uh, Burger King or you had pizza or a bunch of food that's clogging your system up that's causing acidosis reactions in your body that would offset your system subconsciously, right? So Reiki can help people in the midst of what is going on, which is a natural evolution of this planet. 
As one side rises, the other side rises. We're in a duality. So if people take the opportunity to see that they can really advance their system through food and nutrition and proper exercise and meditation and intentional uh, practices, and then they're doing Reiki with that, and they're using those tools, those modalities in their practice of providing energy healing or drawing energy from within patients because it's ultimately the patient's energy. You're not giving them anything in Reiki, right? Like Reiki, real practitioners understand all they are is a person standing at the door. And when you're doing Reiki on somebody, you're kind of pulling the energy back out from within them that they've already had, that they've kind of just forgotten about, and it's on the sidelines. And you're just bringing it back more to their conscious, present realities. It's kind of deep inside of them. Being able to do that and have that understanding I have yet to go to fucking Reiki share groups or different gatherings or trainings and stuff. And nobody ever talks about this. It's always that I'm the Reiki practitioner. I'm the one doing all the work. I'm the one saving you. And it's not. That's completely flawed. That's a, it's a wrong way to be. And to be that type of practitioner, to have that kind of understanding and realization, you only get that through dealing with your shadow self. Stop eating the foods that you are addicted to that you know you shouldn't be eating anyways. Or you always tell yourself, I'm going to stop one day. Not going around the people, the environments, the bars, the restaurants, the social gatherings that pull your energy down. Because like you said in the introduction, you are what you keep. The people you're around, if you're not detoxing, if you're not in the proper environments, you absorb all that energy. So if people embody these practices and they take the understanding of energy healing or uh, frequency healing or resonance healing or Reiki, which is all the same thing in one uh, aspect, then you can really do some immense transformations on people. And more importantly, you're doing a massive transformation on yourself. Because as one person teaches, two people learn. As one person heals, two people heal. It's the same, same concept. It's applied in many different facets. So people that really want to take this onto the next level and and get into it, there's a whole program I've designed. I'm actually setting up a retreat center here in Manitoba, and it's been a work in progress. I've been traveling quite a bit, updating myself and uh, sort of detoxing and staying grounded and focused and realigning with what my truths are and how to best apply uh, my knowledge to other people. And when this center is prepared to open, which should be in this fall, People are going to be coming and staying here on site for a week, two weeks, or a month at a time. And that's for quote-unquote Reiki training. And they're going to be doing breathing. They're going to be doing yoga. They're going to be doing vision boards. They're going to be doing manifestations. They're going to be waking up at different hours of the night doing meditations at specific times when the energy are higher within your system naturally. They're going to be doing it outside grounding. They're going to be sitting in a Reiki room and they're going to be doing a lot of Reiki practicing with not an overwhelming amount of material that you just need to memorize and say, okay, I'm a Reiki practitioner. You get a little certificate and you go out and you have to just do things. When people come to a practice of learning how to be a healer, they need to heal themselves. You cannot be a healer without going through processes or trials and tribulations of healing yourself and processing yourself because you will not recognize or be able to resonate with those people if you not have resonated or recognized those energies within yourself first. Kind of came out a bit wrong, but it's important for people to really understand that. You You can only really resonate with the same harmonic energies in this 
realm, this dimension of reality that you either are on the same par with or you've evolved through and which is wisdom. And from there you can then teach to people. And as a healer, you can recognize it in them. You can see their shadow selves. You can see their fears. You can see their joys. You can see their loves. You can read the mechanisms of their face, the mannerisms of the processes, how they move in their twitch. Like all of that starts to become recognizable. Whether you consciously or unconsciously know this, it could be because you've learned it from yourself or you've done a lot of your deep work and you've recognized it uh, come up in different activities that you've done when you're reflecting on why did I do this? Why was I angry like this five years ago? What triggered me? Why did this trigger me? Where did it come from? Did it come from my mom or from my dad? Which 90% of the shit does. Did it come from my school? Was it my friend? Was it a boyfriend? Was it a girlfriend? Was it an accident I had on a bicycle when I was seven years old? Was it some guy honking when I was 10 years old in the car screaming at my mom? Um, they get all of these traumas and stuff programmed into the head. And as you process those out, you start to find the fear that's the underlying root of it. And then you see the lack there of love because that's all fear really is, is a lack of love in your life or a, a loving understanding and releasing of the uh, experience at hand. And then you're able to actually teach and go forward on it. And like with Reiki, like I could say Reiki is perfect. You want to be in Reiki because you can heal yourself. You can put your hands above your forehead and you can feel more balanced than everything else. But that only works if you're not going back and having crackers or a T-bone steak with potato, which you're mixing carbs and protein, and it creates a fucking lactic acid fumigated gas in your intestinal tract. It ferments. You don't actually digest it. Then a whole mirage of problems arise from that. So it's important to encompass all the modalities into what Reiki is so that when people want to embody Reiki and move forward on it, then they can. But it's also important to realize that you don't need to do it all at once. Taking steps and making an effort towards it is the most important thing to do. Just doing it and getting out there and say, okay, I want to be able to help people with energy healing. Find something that you know, you consciously know that you're not doing right because everybody has that little voice in their head. Like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to do it anyways. And then there's always the stuff that's kind of under the curtain that's in the back that will come up naturally as you evolve. And that becomes uh, more present or your strength and your confidence in yourself to become more present, you'll start to address and poke at the other things that are kind of in the shadows. Just getting out there and doing whatever it is that you need to do. A little bit of research, turning the news off, reading a book instead of watching the news, reading a self-help book instead of reading a fictional book, writing your own notes down, journaling, meditation, whatever, right? And then it, it just grows from there. And then um, I could keep going on and on and on about this, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. But Reiki is really isn't. Yeah, it's it's so much information that can be so beneficial to expanding one's lifespan and helping feel younger and more vibrant, energetic. Especially as we get older, as we age, you know, it's so important. Like, like one of my goals is to be so healthy, so independent later on in years, 75, 80 years old, being that fun, active grandparent who still has the, the energy to play with the grandkids and not, you know, the grandparent that's riddled with, you know, pain and arthritis and all these different chronic illnesses. So everything that you were saying, it's like, man, I'm spot on. 
You know, some days I'm more motivated than others. Don't get me wrong. I'm being transparent. Some days, you know, I just I just want to work. I got some things I got to do. I'm not thinking about getting on a bike and exercising. I'm not thinking about breathing right now. Um, from the you know, I got things I got to do right quick. And then I hate myself when I don't have the time to really do it, which is very every blue moon because I I always create a specific time during the day where, you know, like when I wake up in the morning, I'm, I'm meditating, I'm praying, you know, and, and before my feet hit the ground and stuff like that. So give me a rundown of a typical day for you <laughs> personally, you know, because so many experts who are in this field and, you know, we're coaching so many people, but give me a quick rundown of how you get your day going, especially, you know, sure. doing quarantine, all this stuff going on. You know, give me a quick rundown of what you do. Well, first off, I don't listen to anybody tell me what I can and can't do for my life. So the quarantine issues, you can't do this, don't go here, don't go there. Uh, frankly, like like this is why I don't watch the news. I don't pay attention to it because it's not part of my reality. I create my own reality. I create my own dimension. Um, so, but further to that, to answer the primary aspect of your question, when I wake up, the very first thing I do sometimes is get a glass of water. I sometimes take uh, some tinctures or some herbs to help support certain glands or organs that I want to stimulate at a higher vibration either for detoxification or for support or for whatever, just general health. And then I immediately go into doing a heart-mind meditation. One of my favorite ones is with uh, a doctor by the name of Joe Dispenza, which I think a lot of people are pretty familiar with him nowadays. Uh, I'll do a heart-mind meditation with him. It's about 30, 35 minutes. Kind of do a little bit of stretching. I always sit up in them. I find whenever... I lie down or other people lie down, it allows the body to go into its natural state of uh, relaxation and you kind of go into an offshoot of your consciousness. You're not really absorbing the work and doing the work to yourself. So I'll do that meditation. I'll take a little bit of a break, stretch around for five minutes, 10 minutes, and then I'll go right into an abundance meditation or into a, a stargate meditation. My body being the stargate, my heart being the primary focal point of that stargate um, and following that, then I, I go by my day, I, I do some emails, I'll answer questions, I'll do, work a little bit on my podcast, I do a bit of the development on the property when I'm here, uh, and then I go back and I network with people and I figure out ways to build my business or reconnect with people or get my presence out there in terms of what it is I want to speak. Sometimes in the afternoon, I'll take a bit of a break and I'll sit down and I'll just go and brainstorm on a piece of paper about what it is I can do to help bring my words and what it is I want to teach from now more to the present moment. What is it I can do? Who is it that I can email? Who is it I can call? Where can I go to connect with somebody? Uh, what events are going on? So on and so forth. At which point I'll end up doing some yoga or I'll go lay on the grass barefoot. I'll go swim in a pond or a river. I'll go find a place by a tree and I'll sit down on the earth not on a yoga mat, not with shoes on, which are insulated. They stop the electric conductivity exchange from the earth to the human body. I'll make sure that I have that contact. Following that, I, I eat periodically throughout the day, mostly just fruits, berries, melons, and lettuces. Sometimes I do a really good wild rice that uh, we have here, luckily, in Manitoba. Um, 
and uh, then I'll go to the gym. I'll maybe go to a yoga class if I want some social interaction with other human beings, given that I'm out on a farm in the middle of the country. And uh, yeah, then I'll read a little bit, do a little bit more research, work on my website, change some things, do a little bit of research, finding out what is more upbeat, what's in tune with society, what's going on uh, for the fields yeah. of interest that I want to promote and market. And then from there, that's pretty much yeah, my days. I'll do another meditation at the nighttime if I'm feeling guided to. Lately, I've been doing meditation. I've been doing an hour and a half to two and a half hours of meditation and yoga um, only. And then even doing exercise on top of that for another 30, 45 minutes right now at this period in our evolution in August. Like, I don't know what it is, but the, it feels like it's springtime to me right now. The, the weather, it's really grimy weather. All of a sudden, the clouds are coming together. Then it looks like it's uh, like a fresh new energy that's coming in. There's a lot of uh, galactic solar radiation and CMEs and flare, solar flares, the stuff that are coming and hit, supposedly hitting the earth which is all really what's happening inside of our body is the external is a reflection of the internal environment. So recognizing that I kind of, I've been taking a lot of time over the last two weeks, three and a half weeks doing a lot more self-development meditations. Uh, and one, one amazing thing that I've recognized over the last three weeks is when I'm sitting up and I'm doing a lot of these alignment meditations and I'm really focusing on my heart organ. Like I visualize my heart pounding in my chest. I visualize my thymus getting uh, triggered when my lungs are going in and then that blood coming from the lungs, fresh blood going through the thymus, absorbing all of the DMT and the T cells and B cells and all the other immune stimulating uh, immune system response support cells that are going in and going into the heart. And then I feel it pumping up and I feel pumping more so on the left side of my brain going up and pushing all the lymph waste out of my head. Like when I've been doing this, I've been having massive amounts of yawning going on. And for me in uh, the practice of spirituality and through my meditations and connection with my spirit guides and uh, angelic beings and uh, the shadow beings that I work with and stuff, they it's come to my understanding that when you're starting to yawn, you're really getting an impactful energy shift within your system, moving stagnation, releasing old patterns, releasing old attachments, old energies, old 3D programmed uh, belief systems from school or from whatever. And dude, I can't tell you how much, like I, I sit, I'll do a 35, 37 minute meditation. And for the first half of it, I'm yawning to the point my eyes are tearing down my face. Like I'm crying. I'm not crying. My eyes just won't stop watering. So I'm yawning so much and my nose starts watering like crazy. And then I, like I, like my whole body starts, like I start shaking. I'm either getting cold or I'm getting hot. I'm getting warm. Um, and, and my head is like pulsing at different points. My heart's doing different things. I can, for, for once in my life, I can truly actually feel my thymus doing something in my chest, like in the middle part of my chest bone. Like I can actually feel the organ at certain moments when I'm breathing properly during this process. I, like, I'll listen to the words that uh, the doctor there is talking about, and I always change it a bit, right, for myself. And in that meditation, I'm like, he'll say, okay, now we're doing this, we're doing that. I'm like, I am this. I am allowing this. I am embodying this. I am grateful for this energy. I'm grateful for recognizing my heart. I'm grateful for the the love of my heart. I'm grateful for my thymus feeding my heart. And I keep on saying these, and I I change around, and like I can't I can't get enough of it. Um, and like yeah. I, I recommend this. I've said this to a few people. A lot of people think 
that's a little bit of a crazy uh, over the top idea. But when you see people sit on their phones for four hours a day, staring at a fucking screen, damaging their eyes, getting radiation blown into their hands, like, 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 and at 30 minutes a day, take, take 30 minutes out they of the three hours. Though. They love that part though. Yeah, they do. They, they do love it. So they, they do love it, man. That, that's it. Like, can you, can you sense other people's energy? Like, Hundred percent. My my forte for a lot of my work that I don't openly discuss and I don't actually offer this as yeah. a service. So it, my ability to see right. the shadow aspects of people's energies. I've had yeah. this gift since yeah. I was a kid, right? Like I I've been a yeah. ever since yeah. I was younger. I could see people's energies, and I just I know they're either they're either in a good alignment for me to be around them, or they're not in a good alignment, or they're having other thoughts and. Like the more and more I do this work, the more and more I do my own meditations and I focus on truth. When I keep on saying, I am truth, I am truth, I am truth. All of a sudden I see the truth in people. And it's the strangest thing. Like I could be walking through a mall and I could look at somebody and I I just get these random thoughts that pop into my head. And before old me, if you listen to all the new age bullshit that's on the market, like 10, 15 years ago, I'd be like, oh fuck, why am I so judgmental? Why am I judging these people? Look at this person. Oh, why did I just judge them? Meanwhile, it's not me judging them. That's my fucking intuition kicking in. And that's my my ability to tap into the shadow aspects, which it's not a good or bad thing. It's just you're able to see things that people are sometimes and most of the time very unaware of in their own life. Uh, or they're just choosing yeah. not to deal with it because they don't, they don't have the patience. They don't have the self-trust. They don't have the self-love or whatever it is. So that they're too busy doing this or doing that or whatever else. Um, so yeah, I, to answer your question, I do. I have a pretty good, keen sense s- tuning into people yeah, when I, I meet them. I, I I had the same gift since birth. You know, I couldn't really, I didn't understand it early on in my years. Uh, but as I got older, uh, like I said, right now I'm 54. Over the last 10, 12 years, I, I started to understand it. The last four years, I really started to understand it, and Certain when I'm out, you know, if I'm at a networking event or you know, certain people, I can feel the energies. Like like you said, shadows. That's a good word to describe it. You know, I can see certain things. I can I can I can feel certain things, and then if I shake your hand, I can feel a spark, or I can feel some type of you know, I don't know if I want to, you know, align my you know, be around him too much, something about him, and. Recently, I think over the last three years, I was more like, even when it comes down to accepting new clients, you know, I'd be like, "Eh, you know, I don't think it's going to be a fit because of the energy, you know, I feel like it might be a stressful thing for me to try to coach. So I would recommend them out to somebody else and they couldn't understand it. And I said, you know, I reserve the right, you know, to uh, honor yourself, find business or whatever, because I don't really want the type of the energy that you're having and then coming in here and then, you know, maybe disrupting the, you know, everybody else, you know, I just, I just can't do it. Right. And I lost friends. I lost family members. I love, I lost money potentially, but all, you know, all business and good business. I, I, I value my peace. I value my, my, um, my tranquility. I, I don't like stress. You know, I'm, I don't deal with stress well. I can feel my blood pressure go straight to the roof when I'm 
depending on what it is or who it is. So, I, you know, I I get it, man. You know, sometimes it just it just it scares it scared me a lot. You know, first of all, going on when I started utilizing the energies and the powers, I was like, man, this is too scary. And I realized, now this is a gift. This is going to really help prevent a lot of things that you know can possibly get into. You know, and, and it's going to really you know um, push you to the left instead of going to the right as far as making great decisions. And, you know, so my energy is up all the time. And then, like when my energy is down, like you can see it, you can feel it when my energy is down. I'm not a bubbly, bubbly person, but. My energy is like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know, I'm always looking for the blessings and things. And and so those things, you know, really help me to, you know, become uh, more age-defiant, slow down my stress, you know, uh, have better mental clarity, great blood flow, flexibility, you know, make great financial decisions, you know, my emotional intelligence, is, you know, is really into play. And, you know, so it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. Like you said, self-care and self-development, you know, that's the best gift that you can give to the world, especially your family members. hundred percent. partners. You know, that's the best gift, man. And right now with, you know, COVID 2020 and then here we go, COVID 2021, and you have to find ways to increase your value in the midst of this. You know, I, I spoke with a gentleman yesterday. He said, if you come out of the pandemic the same way you went in, if you did, you're doing something wrong. You know, and that stuck with me last night because a lot of people went in, they went in confused, they went in, you know, loss of income, they went in, you know, um, worryation, anxiety, mental health conditions you know, PTSD, whatever it is, and now they're stuck in the midst of everything that's going on instead of trying to find a way to um, self-hack or self-improve this situation, whether meditation, um, belly breathing, posture correction, you know, reading that book or writing that book, going back to school, losing 20 pounds, wherever it is. And I think people just got sidetracked with the, you know, the whole social media platforms and then the regular news platforms. And, they, you know, they're just so confused. So here comes the alcohol consumption. Here comes the party. And here comes all these different things that's going to really wreak havoc on your mental health, your, your environmental, your spiritual, as well as your physical. And, you know, and it's, 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 it's such a big deal right now. I tell people, man, you have to tap in to your energies. You have to do a brain dump. You have to, you know, really detox your mind, like all your thoughts. Like you, you mentioned something a few minutes ago about triggers. People don't, they still in their forties, fifties, sixties, they still can't identify their triggers. You know, sometimes it's not what's triggering you. Is who is triggering you, and yep. people can't make the tough decisions <laughs> to break these people out of these situations. It could be that boss. You know, you can go to work and have a prick boss, and you know, you stress out all day at work. You know, so people don't understand because you know, I wasn't even thinking about it. Honestly, I was not even thinking about it. 
until you started talking. And now I'm like, okay, this is what I have to do. This is what's missing at, at this point. This is what I need. So this is what I'm going to do. Awesome, man. I'm glad. Very yeah, happy man. to hear that. So, yeah, 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 man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. So, you know, this is the Your Best Lifestyles International podcast, and I'm here with holistic healer coach, you know, William McGurr. You know, you can follow him or visit him at www.williammcgurr, that's M-C-G-I-R-R.com, okay, and follow him on his www.2peacocks, 2 is spelled out, the word 2, .com, uh, backslash podcast, and get your, get your inspirational vitamin, you know, download the podcast, subscribe. Download, sponsor, okay, share, all those good old things, man, you know, and um, he's an amazing uh, holistic coach, you know, energy healing, you know, <laughs> just everything going on, man. So, good. you got any final words of encouragement or uh, inspiration for people who maybe in a funk and they need to find something holistically to give them that burst of energy or that motivation to possibly go to your website or call you or follow you on social media or just anything that can really, you know, help people right now. Give some give somebody your final words. And I just said your website, so I guess you can say that again if you want to plug it. But before we close out. Well, change starts with everybody's own curiosity. If you have that voice in the back of your head and you've been challenging yourself and you hear it saying, we should maybe do this, let's try doing this. Maybe I should be back at the gym. Maybe I should be manifesting the perfect partner. Maybe I want real love in my life. Maybe I want more money. All of that starts with you making the choice to find an outlet or a channel of information that helps facilitate and bring that to your reality. So anybody that is interested at all in exploring these, getting into a little bit more of an in-depth conversation of triggers or issues or goals or dreams or things that you want to manifest in your life, I'm more than happy to speak with everybody, uh, anybody that reaches out. I'm readily available on Instagram as well. Under my personal profile, it's William underscore McGurr. That's M-C-G-I-R-R. You can go to my website, uh, check out all the information on there. You can follow updates at the two peacocks. That is T-W-O-P-E-A-C-O-C-K-S dot com. Um, reach out to me, email me, get in contact with me, send me your messages, send me your questions. If any of the information in this podcast triggered something or if it brought up numerous different questions, please message me. I love interacting with the patients. I do get around to responding to everybody. I do have an inbox full of messages I have still yet to reply to. So please do give me time and I will respond to the messages. It starts with you. If you want to make a change in your life, I'm willing to share with you with what I know worked for me and what I've seen work for other people. And all it counts is that you decide to use your fingers and reach out or call or speak up and put your hand up and say, I'm ready for change. I want change in my life. And then it, the ball gets rolling from there. 
William. Thank you, sir. Listen, thank you so much, King. I really appreciate you coming on and blessing us with so much information and motivation and encouragement to really pushing yourself, pushing ourselves to the next level. You know, detoxing our lives, detoxing our bodies, and really being aware of what our triggers are. And that's a huge thing for me, understanding your triggers. A lot of people, they don't, they don't get it. So when you said that, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. You know, people, they don't understand what their triggers are, what's causing the setback, uh, whatever they may, may be going through. So I really appreciate you saying all that, man. So once again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm Clarence Hudson. Yeah, 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 for sure. Your Best Lifestyles, if you want to be a guest, hit us up on www.yourbestlifestyles.com. Uh, give us a call, 800-484-9194. You want to be a sponsor, you want to advertise, you know, you want to, you know, you can share, you can, you know, you can product, send us product placements, the tests, whatever you want. And we create ads and then we do sponsorships. So we thank you. Once again, to our sponsors, we thank you for everybody who has, you know, shared and downloaded and, you know, really, really been paying attention to the show because, you know, there's a lot of shows out there, don't get me wrong, great shows. You know, we want to bring people who, who, you know, who have years of experience and have been doing it, really helping people come back to some type of balance when it comes down to health and wellness, you know, because... There's so many people out there. You know, these days, everybody's talking about money, 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 money. Everybody's talking about credit, 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 credit. But not a whole lot of people are really talking about wellness. And that's the important thing. That's the, you know, that's the new wealth. Your wellness is the new wealth. So there's nothing wrong with you know, with profit, don't get me wrong, but your health, that ties into everything, man. You have to really pay attention to everything that you're doing. If it's going to help you or if it's not going to help you, if it's not going to help you, then you need to make intelligent decisions and say, look, I can't eat that. Or look, I can't skip my workout. Or look, I can't go to this event and, and drink all day for the weekend. You know, I can't spend hours on Instagram. I can't, you know, unless you're making money on social media through your business, then I get it. But if you're just looking at, you know, the Milk Creek Challenge on Instagram all night long laughing, you know, and that's, 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 everybody needs to be entertained. But however, you can only just do a couple minutes at a time and go on about your business, man. So we appreciate you guys, you know. Thank you so much. And um, we hope that this show uh, benefits your life, benefits your, your 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 spouse's life, your kid's life, your co-worker's life, everybody's life around the world. So we want to make sure that you reach out to William McGurr once again. His podcast is www.2peacocks.com uh, backslash podcast. And his website is www.williammcgurr.com. Uh, Make sure you check him out. Book him from anywhere in the world. Okay, that's the power of the internet. You don't have to be 
and Canada. <laughs> you can book them anywhere in the world. So let's get to it, man. No more excuses, okay? Nobody wants to care. Nobody cares about your excuses. Just, just put it that way. Nobody cares about I should have, would have, could have, you know. And back in high school, when I was this, you're 50-something years. So nobody cares about what happens in the eight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So pay attention, man. We thank you guys. And we thank you, uh, Mr. McGurr, for coming on once again, King. I appreciate you this whole line. Thank you, and, sir. Um, we hope you have an amazing rest of the day. You know, it's Thursday. You know, and some some parts of the country is already Friday. So, you know, <laughs> that's how we live, you know, different time zones. We hope that you have an amazing weekend. And then share this out when you hear it, you know, and, 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 and learn and contact and, and make sure you do the right things. Okay? So without good health, it can be no wealth. And the best gift that you can give the world is self-improvement. Okay? Remain an asset and not a liability. Okay, so you want to make sure that you do that. So we hope you guys love this episode. Make sure you do it. And we talk to you guys soon. Have a great rest of the day. This session is no longer being recorded. Good job, bro. Thank you, sir. I, I never got your name, buddy. What's your name? Terrence. Terrence. Fuck, sorry, man. I, I wanted yeah. to say it during the interview, and I, I didn't know if I... Totally forgot to write that down if you said it at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, it's all good, man. You know, my fiance and I, you know, we, we, she is an international recording artist, model, and all that stuff. But also, she graduated from um, college with a uh, computer science and marketing and public relations. So, I helped her start her company out, you know, and then Fiber is one of the platforms that she she was already on, but during COVID quarantine, we just reactivated and put a lot of, you know, out. We both have podcasts. We have team magazines. We do modeling. We do product testimonies all through Fiber on, on just that one platform outside of other platforms. But Fiber has been 